Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High A&B Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we're here to bring you all things Archie. We sure are. Yes, we are. Archie. Uh, uh, I uh, see what you did there. You saw what I see and you snuck what I snook. <laughs> yeah, I sure did. I don't know, man. And, uh... We're going to snook all over you today, listeners. Ooh. It's a new episode. <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Well, you started it. And you now. finished it. Yes, we are. We're, we're here to do our, our daily duty. <laughs> Not daily, weekly duty. Yeah, our daily duty of reading Archie comics. I mean, I guess if you listen to this show every day, mm-hmm. then it's daily. And if you're not listening to it every day, then... What are you doing? What are you even doing? Yeah. What are we doing? Why are we making this for someone who doesn't listen every day? <laughs> We're kidding, of course. Of course. You shouldn't listen to us every day. Our spouses no. don't want to listen to us every day. <laughs> no, That's very true. Yeah. I often have to catch myself out during my rambling. You're like, let me tell you about this other Archie comic I read. And she's like, God damn it. That does happen. I'll come out of the bathroom a lot. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let me tell you about this dumb bullshit I just uh-huh, read. Yep. And I try and explain how bad it is. And she just is like. And she's like, then why are you reading it? <laughs> I'm like, no, you don't understand. I yeah. make a podcast that does nothing for me except creatively fulfilling. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty legit, though. No, that is. But uh, I, I specifically have today a comic that, I don't know, I haven't been able to, since we had a little break, I haven't been able to uh, torture Megan <laughs> with her very favorite of the Archie oh, no. characters. Oh, God, I know this is going It's Lil Tail. we had a theme song. I don't know if I ever did, honestly. <laughs> I just kind of whipped that one up at the spot. Yeah. Um, but this is Lil Tales. Where I read Megan or tell Megan about a yeah. little Archie comic, her My favorite. favorite. Now it is funny I'm because sure you love it. We, <laughs> I think we overjoyed. I am. I can hear it in your voice for sure. Mm. The only thing you love more than little Archie is little Jinx. Ugh. But I think the funny thing is, is it's actually little Archie and little Jinx, and we've just kind of smashed the I two together. It was variable with Lil Archie. I thought sometimes it was Lil and sometimes it was Little. It very well could be. Like a lot of things in Archie. Yeah. Um, either way, right here, it is Little Archie in Mark of the Great. We don't have many credits for this one, which is weird. Like uh, some of these volumes. They to publish the credits. Yeah. Bullshit. Some of them do. Some of them don't. This one's very skimpy. Um, we just have Detailer and. It's because they just forgot to like write it down when it first was created. Probably. I don't know who made this. They just like hold it up in the Archie office. They're like, "Who made this thing?" Yeah. And they're all like, "I don't know, man. It's like every other one." Comics I've written. And um. Has some bullshit with Will Archie. That's all the little. <laughs> exactly. He pisses off Mr. Weatherby and kind of like that's all bullshit. of them. Um, yeah. So story by D. Taylor, pencils by J. D'Agostino, John D'Agostino. We know. I just need to show Megan the the title because there's a weird oh. little. There's like it's a like a marble statue of Archie sitting. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lil Archie <laughs> sitting on a. Bench with his legs spread very wide. <laughs> very wide. His arms crossed. He's on the subway and he's and a man. His eyes are closed. And, and uh, Mr. Mr. Weatherby, Weatherby is sculpting this. Yes, he's carving it as he's uh, hunched over with his butt in the air. This is his sweat beads coming off his head. He's just getting very into the carving it's quite of this. Concerning. This is his Michelangelo's David. You yes. know. So we open with Miss Grundy reading out the test scores on. So I'm just gonna. Mm-hmm. I know all of you want to know how you did in the English test on business careers. I'm sorry, what? A business career. I'll read your marks. So, uh, we got... Is it normal to read your test marks out to the whole class like that? I don't think so. Like, I did take... It like, very shaming. The closest thing to it was, like, in high school, they would have you grade your own shit, which is horrible. 
that sucks when you're yeah. like grading your own shit and you're like, oh, I failed. This. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did really bad. That but sounds great. They never like read out in front of the class, even if it's like a super good score. They didn't do that. Yeah, I mean, it seems good. No, yeah, so this either is going to be the smart kid that gets the target on your back, or you're going to be the kid who did badly, who just now everyone knows you did badly. So you're either going to be a Dilton or a Moose. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for putting that into clear terms for us, Archie Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have uh, Jughead, Reggie, Archie, Veronica, and Betty all in class. Uh, and we get, as I guess Grundy reads out the scores, we have their little like thought bubble. We have Jughead with an 86, Betty with a 100, Reggie an 81, and he looks like he's about to fucking cry, um, and <laughs> Veronica with a 100. Now, why does Veronica look disappointed? I don't know. I think maybe she's, because she's saying, of course, I think she's like, oh, yawn, I always do great. Mm, okay, that's not a Veronica trope I know of. Also, yeah, another thing, exactly. We see them all react to re- in relief, and then bell rings, class starts to leave. On the way out, we see little Archie, which, these children are so small. He's like, <laughs> smaller than the desk. <laughs> Um, but anyway, on the way out, Archie stops by the desk, asks Miss Grundy what he got, because she didn't read out his number. I guess that's one way to do that. Which is weird that she didn't even be like, come see me after class, because she said, I was hoping you'd ask me. Which is like, were you just hoping, Archie? Like, what if you didn't? And, and then, then you're just like, well, I guess Archie doesn't get his grade for that one. I guess so, right? And so he asks, like, oh, yeah. She says, oh. I hope he was hoping you'd come talk to me. Now, she tells him to close his eyes and tell her what he sees. And Archie, whose eyes are now closed, his eyes closed? says nothing. And she says, correct, that's oh, just no. what I gave you, nothing, which is a horribly what cruel joke to play to on a child. Yeah. Sorry, how old is he? Eight? Um, little? I don't know, yeah. however young that is. But yeah, so she pranks this child very cruelly. Tells him that it's because of his very bad handwriting um, that she gave him nothing because she couldn't even read his answers, I guess. And she asks him how he can expect to succeed in business if no one can read your handwriting. And he pulls some Pete Campbell, Don Draper ass bullshit and says, Veronica will sit on my knee and type. Are you fucking kidding me? Look at how excited he is. He's, like, leaping and yelling. Jesus. And then, <laughs> horrified by this sexism, Grundy, should Grundy says, what's the use? Go. And then um, Mr. Weatherby trundles in, as he is wont like, to yes, do. A, a girl should sit on his <laughs> knee and type for him. Men are the superior sex, or whatever that one yeah. fucking comic was. As he said verbatim before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he, he trundles in, he's like, hey, what seems to be the trouble? And he, you know, Grundy hands over the paper, she's like, look at this fucking handwriting bullshit. He tisks in judgment. Uh-huh. Um, Grundy is, says, how can we possibly prepare little Archie for the business work? I just... Why are they so set on this eight-year-old <laughs> going into business? <laughs> business like... world, like... I don't know what these essays are, either. Like, they... Because she says, English test on business careers. I don't know what that means. What does a lawyer do? Maybe. What does a CEO do? Like, I don't understand. The only other thing I could think was that episode of Invader Zim, where they do the, like, (laughs) uh, what is it, the career placement exams? And, yeah, Ger or Zim gets, like, fast food worker or whatever, Uh and he has to shadow up that. Maybe that's what this is? I don't know. So can't believe that show is on TV. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, who is that? I can't remember. John Vasquez? Yes, John mm-hmm. Vasquez. Horrifying shit. Anyway, so, yeah, they are very concerned about Archie's future as a businessman, Jesus. as an eight-year-old or whatever. Um, boss baby all over <laughs> Boss baby, Archie edition. The original boss baby. Google Archie. Archie? <laughs> um, Weatherby makes a, I guess, joke about um says be easier to prepare the business world for little archie 
which I don't really okay. know what it means by that. Let's <laughs> get him a girl to write for him. I guess so. They're just going to follow him around. They're going to invent computers for Little Archie. Yeah, it's That's probably why true. we all use computers. It's probably Dilton Doily invented fucking oh, computers Jesus for Christ. Archie it's Andrews. in universe. Yes. So yeah, anyway. Um, he decides that, because Grundy doesn't know what grade to put on his report card. Because she, oh. she literally gave him no grade because she couldn't read his paper, so she couldn't grade I mean, it. If she's not going to grade it, doesn't she just calculate his grade based on everything else? Presumably. Like, I don't know. There's a system in place I, for grading, Miss Grundy. You're right, and I think it's the fact that they said report card, that the water gets very muddied at the right. end. Because it's like, what, do, what like, does grading in the grade book, zero? I think, yeah. is more what they're th- thinking, but... It's been 25 years since any Archie an writer's been in school. For fuck you, Archie. <laughs> she writes that on the paper. <laughs> Hands it over, like very happy, smiling at him. Mm. I'm a child. <laughs> what does this word mean? So yeah, anyway, Weatherby decides that he's going to help Grundy decide. I like this one shot of him like sitting on a oh, desk a like a cool dude, principal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he says, I'll help you or I'll send over my ideas. For his grade? Good idea, man. Over here, Weatherby. <laughs> he says, I'll send you my ideas in the morning as he leaves her classroom. Okay. Um, at which point, Jughead... Yeah, he's write those down in a notepad and then put them in a manila <laughs> He's got envelope. a big, big legal pad. Have Archie deliver it to her. Archie loses it on the way somehow. Archie has to come up with a new, make his mm-hmm. own replacement, and he just gives himself an A... Which is but what his handwriting's does. so bad that Miss Grundy can't read it. She's like, oh no, Mr. Weatherby's just as <laughs> bad. Now. See, we've written another comic. Megan, you just inadvertently <laughs> wrote the end to this comic. <laughs> so, I don't want to go off skip to the end yet, but you did write the finishing punchline okay. to this comic. I have to stop reading this comic. Yeah, so anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Weatherby leaves the office and is nearly knocked to the ground by a very zoomy Jughead, which I can't get over the fact that Jughead, as little Jughead, doesn't wear the whoopee cap, and he's yeah, just got so weird. these like little these antenna hair that yeah. I really love. But yeah, so anyway, Jughead zips by. Weatherby's like, "Hey, stop! Attention! No running!" Asks him where he's going in a all fired hurry. <laughs> Oh, a common, and uh, Jughead says, "I'm going to the big auction." What? Jughead Weatherby doesn't bat an eye; just tells him to no, you know, no running in the school. There's a thought bubble quest joke from Jughead <laughs> about how how does he think I get first in line at lunch or whatever? Oh, hilarious! No, it it, it isn't until Weatherby is walking away uh, that he decides to ponder this auction that Jughead mentioned. Oh, I thought that was just a normal thing for eight-year-olds to do. So. <laughs> just go to, it's a yeah. livestock auction. No, I mean, that does sound like something Jughead would be into. Actually, yeah. I'm going to eat this whole cow. <laughs> Let's be one of those weird early comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where you think too much about Jughead's hunger. Uh, yeah, so this is only when he decides to ponder the auction, at which point Reggie runs full on around a corner, slamming his head into Weatherby's stomach, Jesus. just like straight up. Weatherby is knocked to the ground, where he is immediately furious at Reggie, pretty understandably. It's also his default state. <clears throat> it's true. Weatherby asks what's going on, and he says, oh, I'm on my way to the big auction. Weatherby finally asks about the auction and mm-hmm. learns that, yeah, so Archie, I guess, is selling things out of his locker? And as, oh, no, it's going to be an example of him using business principles or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Reggie even says, all the things he's collected since he started school, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like, since he started school. All the way back when and this year, how? at school just in general, <laughs> found them on the ground. Like, like, hey, somebody left this nice uh, uh, a hockey Game stick. Boy inside yeah. their locker with a lock on it. I'll collect <laughs> that. Yeah, he's like Nelson Muntz, just uh-huh. breaking into people's lockers. Uh, yeah, so they cut to Archie at 
or I'm sorry, cut to Weatherby showing mm-hmm. up at Archie's locker where there is a crowd of children. Okay. He has a small podium. He has a gavel. Oh, Jesus He's Christ. selling things out of his locker. He has a hockey stick, which he is selling for 45 cents. Now, in Little Archie money, that's $1,000. I know, because this... Every Little Archie comic takes place in 1908, yeah. I guess. Like, um, cut to later. It just says <laughs> Wait, later. So Mr. Weatherby just sees the auction happening and then he's, it cuts to later? Yeah, he's like way okay with this child Jeez. selling things at school, which I... as Also, what time is it? Is it after school time? Are classes happening right now? That's a is damn good lunch? question. Maybe that was their la- that Grundy class was their last class of the day, maybe? Yeah. That's that's the best guess I can make. Uh, also, like I know from experience, I tried to sell raffle tickets for a charity at school, and you literally couldn't because that's like you need to get like a gambling license. <laughs> like right. you can't just do an auction in the hallway. Well, if you're a upstart young go getter like Archie, you I guess if you've got the quick wit of <laughs> Archie Andrews, because like we said, cut to later. Weatherby is shocked. He says, great, great guns, because he's fucking Ron from Harry Potter. <laughs> that locker is a bottomless pit. So he decides to, I I don't know what his thought process, but he's like, I'm going to have a look around. And so, um, yeah, out round the back of the school, he finds a full-grown man who's broken a hole through the wall of the school the and is feeding junk and toys through it into Archie's locker. What? Joe's junk, this pickup truck full of junk says, and this guy says, smart kid, huh? I give little Archie 20%. So I don't know where this... Wait. Yeah. So this is an adult man who owns a junkyard of some kind. Or pawn shop. Who has commissioned a child at a 20% sales return. Yes, yeah. And broken a hole in the exterior wall of a public school. Public elementary school. Straight through to a locker. I feel like lockers are not usually on exterior walls, too. Not in my experience, no. They're normally in, like, you know, hallways. Right, Um, right. Usually classrooms are on the exterior walls. Unless we're to believe they've dug an elaborate tunnel through the walls of the school. It's an Archie comic. Which is entirely possible. But, so, the, the most, I don't know, dumbfounding thing about this whole situation is that Instead of being upset, Weatherby is just so pleased with Archie's business sense. What the fuck? He walks in, they see little happy music notes, and he says, I don't think I need to worry about little Archie's business sense. Well, like, did little Archie come up with this plan and approach Joe's junk, or the other way around? I assume the adult man commissioned the child, but... Like, there are so many leaps in this story that I just... Cause, okay, we have, like, four panels left, and yeah. nothing gets resolved in these four okay, panels. Good. So, yeah, uh, instead of being upset to this destruction of private property... or Public, public property! I guess, yeah, public property. My taxes paid for that yeah. wall! Um, he's pleased. The next day, we see Weatherby handing Archie a note to give to Grundy concerning the test. Um, Archie is nervous, he takes it, he's walking to Grundy's, he's convinced it's bad news, oh, I'm so nervous. Once he gets to Grundy, he, like, hands it over, asks if it's good news or bad, and then she says she doesn't know because she can't read a word and shows us that Weatherby has very bad handwriting, and that's the punchline. Jesus Christ. Yes. That's the fucking end. Archie's losing his shit. It's oh, yeah, so Archie funny. Fucking loves he's got shit. one of those... Um, giant single front teeth that the young children in the Archie comics have. Yeah, man. Yep. I just, when the auction happened, that's when I was like, this is a top tier Archie comic. I can't even. Like, the the auction, funneling toys through the back, like, because my my thought, to be fair, was that Archie approached this fully grown man. I mean, sure, yeah. But even if, I don't know, who approached who, who had the idea to punch a hole? And why did this man go along with it he's if like, it wasn't his idea? Yeah. Like, Archie's just like, no, no, we'll just put a hole in the wall. And he's like, man, good to me. <laughs> Kid Let me get my doing. giant drill bit to go through this brick and cement. I'll call my cousin Tony, who's got a jackhammer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. It's just fucking great. I guess this kid knows what he's doing. Uh, yeah. Can't question Archie. Except for, you know, when you can't write good and then, uh. Yeah, man. Yeah. So there you go. There you have it. For him. Lil Archie. <laughs> I know, God. Mm. That was fucking wild. And not at all surprising, somehow. No, not at all. Mm, I mean, considering a lot of the Archie comics we do read are about Archie horribly mistreating and objectifying mm. all the women in his life. Yes. Yeah. On that note, mm-hmm. I believe you have a surprise for me, Megan. I sure do. Now, I have. Qu- listeners may be wondering how I know she has a surprise. <laughs> Ooh, it's kayfabe. <laughs> anyway. Oh, yes. I have an unnamed game. What? It's been so long. I know. I can't. Oh, I miss it. I was it on a little Name nervous because it's been so long. And I was like, no, do it, Megan. Yes. You got to get back on the saddle somehow. Yes. So this In one. The saddle, on the saddle? Sure. Uh, <laughs> Both. All. Yes. Yes, and. Um, <laughs> all right. This is an unnamed game. Of course, our listeners know that the unnamed game mm-hmm. is the game where I present Ezra with three Archie comic summaries. Correct. Uh, two of them are real comics I have read. Mm-hmm. The third is one I have cleverly crafted. It's a clever ruse, uh-huh. a smokescreen. And um, the challenge to Ezra is to guess which one I made up. Mm-hmm. The challenge to the listeners is if the one I made up is actually real, <laughs> right? tell us right. and you'll win a prize. Yes, exactly. Because I, it's entirely possible yes. <laughs> that it is real and I just haven't read it. It's in, yeah, I incredibly I was possible. being so clever and original, and I wasn't, because nobody's more original than Archie. <laughs> uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I did read one where they just did The Great Gatsby, but whatever. So, the theme of this unnamed game is Good Guy Archie. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, it does, it's just going to be you being like, there's no comic here. For three of them. No, it doesn't exist. The bullshit era where right. they were like, mm, look at Archie, just an all American teen, just the wholesome teen, right? Yeah. Usually someone misunderstands him and then he proves him wrong. Oh, I love those ones. Mm-hmm. The one where Weatherby like bumps into a lady and burps really loud. <laughs> So Archie has to defend Weatherby. Yeah. God, I love that. Yeah, don't you hate it when you bump into a lady and burp in her face? <laughs> He's got like pizza on his face. Alright, we're not talking about die. that comic. Okay. All right. So the first comic today is mm-hmm. Archie in The Quitter. Okay, for a second I can say The Queer. <laughs> Microphone. Okay. <laughs> the quitter, yes. Boy in the quitter too, huh? Go whoa, Archie. whoa. Uh, Glasses going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so we open in the locker room. Uh Coach Cleats is trying to give the baseball team a pep talk. Mm-hmm. Now in this in this instance, Archie and Jughead are both on the baseball team. Right. Jughead um, does sports when it's convenient yeah. to the plot. Um, trying to get them amped up for the game tonight. Mm-hmm. They're all discouraged, though, and they're like, yeah, whatever, sure. Um, <laughs> cool. Archie and Jughead have a brief discussion on how easy it is to be discouraged when you're a loser, and all the teams are better than you. <laughs> what the fuck? That's a cool conversation, yeah, guys. Weird. So Archie leaves the locker room, and he's wandering around the school in his baseball uniform when he walks by Mr. Weatherby's door. And inside, Coach Cleats is um, resigning. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Weatherby's like, no, I won't let you. And he's like, no, I can't even coach the team to victory. I'm not worth it as a coach. I don't oh, know. God. Whatever self-sorry stuff I said. <sighs> um, Weatherby tries to talk him out of it, and he says no. Then Archie tries to talk him out of it, and he just walks away from Archie. And now <laughs> we... Well, I think Archie's like, I heard that pep talk you gave the team, and he's like, did it work? And Archie's like, uh, uh. Oh, uh. cool, Archie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. then we cut to uh, the dugout, mm-hmm. I guess. Archie is no longer in uniform. He's just, just in, in the middle his of a game. normal Archie clothes. I think they're about to start, and he's oh, okay. like, oh, got a hat, got a glove, anyone want it? And Jughead's like, what? What are you doing? 
And then, Selling my hat and glove. Archie's like, I quit the team. I don't want to play a loser game with all you fucking losers. What is happening? <laughs> That's a weird strategy, Archie. There's literally six panels of Archie making fun of the baseball team. Wow. And um, I do love when Archie pretends to be an asshole. enrages the team so much that they win the game just to spite him with anger. I think I've read this. <laughs> Central never even scores one point on them. Wow. Archie congratulates them as they, you know, walk off the field and they all call him names. Jeez. And then outside... For being um, such an asshole? Like... Yeah. They're uh, rubbing their victory in his face. And then we see them in the lock. Well, we see in the background they're all in the locker room celebrating and Coach Cleats next to Archie and he's like, thanks, Archie. And Archie looks like kind of sad, which is like, I don't know, is this not your plan, dude? You turned the whole team against you. Yeah. So uh, that's our first comic. What was that one called? What was it called? The Quitter. The Quitter, right. Bullshit name. I got so distracted by the queer that I totally (laughs) forgot how to name. (laughs) All right. So first one, The Quitter. The Quitter. Archie. Archie takes one for the team. By being a big dick. By being a dick. Yeah. So uh, I guess at some point, Cleet's unresigned. <laughs> well, also, what is the timeline here? Like, they're getting ready for the big game. The team's discouraged. Coach Cleet quits. <laughs> Archie pretends to quit or does quit or whatever. They win the game. Coach Cleet is back? Like, I guess, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't make sense. I'm not sure of the whole, yeah, timeline's iffy on that one. Okay, number two. Archie mm-hmm. in Secret Sauce. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Is this the Good Burger crossover? (laughs) (laughs) Keenan Cal's Good Burger? (laughs) Archie is uh, heading to Pops after school when he notices a new burger place. (laughs) Big O Burger. God, it is! (laughs) It's opening up across the street. Big O Burger. What is it in that one? Uh, Mondo Burger, isn't it? I think it is. So he asks Pop about it, and Pop's like, oh, I'm not worried. Not the first time a new burger place tries to set up shop, but none have been able to take me down. Um, <laughs> That's like every third Pop-based I know. story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> immediately getting run out of business. So um, Archie, you know, like has a milkshake or whatever, and he's mm-hmm. leaving, and he's shocked a to see... Thing. Veronica and Reggie in line at Big O Burger. Mm. He's like, where's your loyalty to Pop Tate? And Veronica's like, it's not a big deal. I just want to try something new. And Reggie's like, Pop can use the competition anyways. Mm. <laughs> okay, sure. Um, I mean, that's actually pretty fair, yeah. honestly. Like, Reggie's <laughs> is a little snarky, but... Sounds like Reggie, though. Yeah, it's just a Reggie thing. Um, We cut to a week later... Jughead and Archie are the only one in Pops. Fuck off. Across the street, we see the crowd stuffed into Big O Burger. And now Pop isn't feeling so positive. Pops. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He he tells Archie and Jughead that he's just going to give in. No use. He's been in the game a long time, but he can't compete with their prices and their big chain. And they're giant burgers. <laughs> and giant fucking Mondo burgers. <laughs> Wait, was it Riverdale and back again where they have to make Pops like a historical landmark? I can remember. I feel like that's been a plot line. Happened. That seems like where this is going. Isn't that where Reggie wants to close it down? To yeah. Like a, a, like expand his It's team? like Pilates or whatever. Yeah. yeah, that is Riverdale back again. Um, So Jughead is horrified at the idea that Pops could close. Bigo Burger just doesn't have the personal touch. Pop makes the best burgers in town, and the ones over at Bigo Burger are just filling in grease. Have, um, have you been there, Archie? Like this is Jughead saying. This. Oh, this is you Jughead. know how Jughead is about Pop. That's true. Burgers. He's probably had Jug- the Bigo Burger because it's a burger. He probably bought it in like an alley from a dealer, though. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, like the, Reggie leave it under a, I don't know, trash, trash can. Yeah, <laughs> like that scene in the white and nerdy music video. Yeah. So, <laughs> Pop, Pop knows it's true, but the people, um, if the people aren't buying it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and then Archie remembers something. Hey, Jug, he says, weren't you experimenting with that new sauce in Home Ec last week? 
Okay, this is where the food plot line yeah. where Jughead's a food genius, Jughead's too. secret sauce, he calls it. I don't call it that. At Archie's suggestion, he whips up a batch, serves it up to Pop on a burger. <laughs> it's amazing! It'll save Pop taste! Jughead's just like, yeah, it's just Thousand Island dressing with some pickles. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the secret is my own urine. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that zip. <laughs> That thing. We cut to a few days later. Once again, Pops is full of happy teens. The new sauce is a huge hit. Jesus. Jughead's sitting at the counter, and there's a mountain of burgers in front of him. And Pop is thanking him again for saving the chocolate shop. Uh-huh. Jughead's like, the least I can do. After all, Big O Burger won't even give me a line of credit. And then Pops looks at the camera like, oh. At this point, Pop owes Jughead, like, the store. I feel like he's saved his bacon, like, three times. <laughs> All right. So that's why he needs Pops to stay around, because yeah. he's endless free burgers. Yeah, it's true. We're going to okay, keep so saving it. It's a loop. The so quitter. Archie and the quitter. Archie and Secret Sauce. Secret Sauce. For some sauce. reason, that's not a Jughead title. That does seem like a good Jughead <laughs> right? title. Archie didn't really do anything. I don't know, he got mad at Veronica. <laughs> I got mad at Reg- Reggie and Veronica and then had the idea that Jughead had done something. <laughs> you remember Jughead did stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's just, you know, connecting people. He's, yeah. Building bridges. He's a mover and shaker, you know? True businessman. He brings people together. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh. He knows how to network. Yeah. All right, so the last one. Archie in cleanup campaign. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Archie and Betty are at the beach, having a good old time. I already know where this is going. But what's this? A bunch of rowdy teens throwing their trash right on the ground? Uh, uh, there's Those three boys standing there. Littering teens. Literally, they're standing between two trash cans. Oh my god. Throwing their trash on the ground. In, one of inside them, of a dumpster. Yeah. <laughs> one, of them, okay, one of them is like an arm's reach away. Oh like if he just held his arm out and dropped he it. He moved it to the side the instead of straight can. in front. Yeah. One of the teens is like, shouldn't you pick that up? And the other guy's like, Haha, no way, man. The sweeper will get it. What? Okay. <laughs> the beach sweeper. Yeah. Betty is disgusted by this. Mm-hmm. And uh, Archie points out that the leader of the group <laughs> is the son of Mrs. J.P. Soundoff. Who runs what? the Clean City Committee? Fucking, you can't put that much world building in no. a sentence. So then Archie and Betty have like a little reminiscence back to the time they tried to join the Clean City Committee. What? And Mrs. Soundoff told them that they were young, immature children and only adult minds could join the committee. Hate this already. <laughs> yeah, this um, is just the kids in the park yeah, again. Yeah, and then there's definitely, like, a scene where she, like, slams the door and Betty and Archie are like, mm, I'm yeah. mad. Yeah. They just don't trust us teens yeah. for some reason. So, back on the beach, J.P. Jr. is leaving, just hurling bottles at the ground as he goes. <laughs> um, they're in the parking lot Dumping now. Dumping out whole bags of french fries. <laughs> Archie is like, hey, someone could get a flat tire from that. And he's like, why don't you pick it up with your tire then? Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> That's a terrible joke. Um, <laughs> He's talking about it. Like it's hilarious. They drive away, and um, Archie's like, Oh, Betty, do you have your camera on you? I've got a devious plan. So they follow. Probably not that fucking devious, Archie. <laughs> yeah, the plan is that Betty will take pictures of them hurling trash everywhere. Um, and then probably post it and be like, this is... <laughs> yeah, post it on Facebook. Green City Committee's son. So, and of course, Betty, like, very conspicuously has her camera on her neck in the yeah, first panel. Of and course. Then she's like, well, of course I do, Archie. Check out his camera. He's like, good. So they follow these teens. They're just hurling trash out of the car the whole way home. They're in, like, a convertible, you know, so they can all be, like, sitting up. That midair picks up a piece. Like, yeah. Jesus, <laughs> all over the road. Yeah, cool, good. And there's a fun little moment where Betty's like, why have they slowed down and they're driving normally now? And they're like, aha, closer to home. Oh. Don't want to get caught, I guess. Oh, I see. That's lame. <laughs> um. So they see them, like, get home, and then... Mm. Archie's like, now we go gather the evidence. 
Are you just going to pick up trash? So we cut to Mrs. Soundoff hosting her clean city meeting. But then Archie and Betty show up. She's like, oh, what are you doing? Interrupting my private meeting. The monocle falls off. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> She's drawn like that woman from The Simpsons with the tiara that always That's has what I'm yeah, picturing. That's exactly what she looks oh, like. Oh, um she's even got like the forward lean thing yeah, going yeah. on. Yeah. The yellow dress and like pearls. It's probably modeled after this fucking character. Probably. So she's mad they're interrupting her meeting and Archie's like, Why? I just wanna return Junior's things to him. And then he dumps a bag of trash on her patio, where they're all, like, eating little sandwiches. Yo, Archie. And they're all like, ah, oh, no, what's you, happening? You couldn't just put the bag down. <laughs> she screams for her husband to call the police. Yeah. And he runs out to see what's happened, and then Betty's like, look at all these photos I took of your son throwing shit everywhere. Oh my god. Um, except they're doing it in very cute language, where they're like, why, he just lost this bottle when it fell from his hand, and shattered in Mrs. Nice Old Lady's driveway. Yeah, sure. Um, Very, uh, very coy. The dad gets pissed, and then he yells at his wife and the rest of the Clean City Committee that they need to do less talk, sorry, that they need less talk and more doing, and they need to be like Archie and Betty, I guess, and follow around teenagers and harass them. This sucks. Yeah, he, like, Screams at these women, and Why then he is... grabs his son by the collar and is about to yell at him when we cut away. Well, I'm glad. I know. So now we see That's Betty sad. and Archie driving down the street another time, and they see Junior sitting on the side of the road, and Archie's like, Since his dad sold his car, the town's cleaner than ever. Ha ha ha! Jesus. And that's, that's the end! God, I thought the punchline was gonna be like, now his dad kicked <laughs> Now he's homeless! Yeah. No, we don't want homeless trash on the street to Clean it up! Yeah, Jesus. Okay, so wait, so we, we had the quitter. The quitter, spe- secret sauce, spe- yeah, and secret sauce. cleanup campaign. Cleanup campaign. Oof, this is a tough one. Because I, there is like. Okay, so the quitter, I could have swore I've read all of these at some point. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the quitter, that was Archie saves the day by being an asshole to the baseball team. Yeah. The, what was it, secret sauce. Archie, Archie saves, saves the day. By the day. remembering Jughead yeah, or something. Yeah, that doesn't really do anything, but somehow gets all the credit. Uh-huh. And then cleanup campaign, they harass a teen boy and then get, a, like, spousal him. abuse they yeah. insight, I guess. Uh-huh. Okay. Um... God, this is a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to go with mm, secret sauce. I think you made up. Yes, yes, you got it. I actually got one. <laughs> it's like three out of a billion. A hundred percent is good for. <laughs> as soon as I said it, did your like heart, your stomach, your stomach yeah, sank? Like, You're like, oh, oh no. Like, Mondo Burger. Oh, man. I actually had written Mondo Burger, and I was like, no, no, it would be. Oh, wow. <laughs> it would be a, a parallel name. Mondo yes. Burger. Wow. That sounds like some shit Archie would write. I'm so pleased that that was the one. And that I got, like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> dead eye sniped it, yeah. like, 360 no scope. When I write these, I, like, find two Archie comics that are semi related yes. loosely. In this, like, good guy Archie theme. Yes. And then I'm like, all oh, right. Now, what's a third idea I can use? I was literally talking to Cooper about it this morning. I was like, now, what do you think, Cooper? Do you think it's Pop-Tate? Oh, yeah, he's probably trying to save Pop-Tates or some bullshit. He does Definitely. that all the time. Definitely. And then I was like, well, was it Good Burger? What was that called? What was the plot of that movie? Because that's also a thing they do all the time is they just rip off other things. Actually, speaking of that, because we have a little bit of time, this isn't exactly what I prepared, but I already mentioned it this episode, and it's just too fucking crazy for me to, like, leave. Yeah, I'm going to take you through a real quick one. This is Betty and Veronica in The Flapper. Oh, I'm like guessing twenties gals. Yes, actually, okay. I'm, I'm guessing this would probably fit under the umbrella of maybe a totally teens mm-hmm. or something like that. But it's pretty much just a weird Archie comic because, <laughs> well, first it's Gladier, Goldberg, Esposito, Yoshida, and Grossman. Okay. 
Um, but basically, it's in the classic style. It starts with Betty watching. Oh my God. With, well, Betty finishing watching a movie and then falling asleep. You know what we should call these segments? Yes. Betty's bullshit. Because <laughs> this is a lot of bullshit. It's like she does this shit all the time, where she's like, "What if mm-hmm. I was in Wonderland or whatever?" Yes, and we can see that um, she has just finished watching the Great Hatsby. Seems adult for Archie to be covering. Oh yeah, man. Oh my god. Oh yeah, they don't do Gatsby, obviously, because <laughs> Gatsby. But yeah, so <laughs> it starts with um, she's a newspaper reporter. Um, the uh-huh. city editor is the office she's in, and Very he tells good. her to go interview Classic A. Newspaper. Andrews, oh, the it. multimillionaire out on Posh Island. Um, and just cuts to her pulling up in front of a, I mean, it's a Gatsby estate. It's a big it pink like palatial estate. House. It does look like Veronica's house. Uh, as she gets out of the car, the cabbie has to say, everyone calls him the Great Andrews. Oh, just good. so you can get that Great Gatsby yeah. in there if and you hadn't gotten it. And she has a party she goes to, and. There's a party. Someone dies. No, I no one dies. In a while. <laughs> that does happen in the Gatsby. Yeah. In the Gatsby. <laughs> the good old Gatsby. The, the good Gatsby. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the okay Gatsby. It's pretty good Gatsby. We're definitely the first person to make that joke. <laughs> but yeah, so she walks up. You've got Archie. He's in a double-breasted jacket with some uh-huh. white pants. She's like, he's like, hey, you're here to interview me. Turns out they know each other. They went to high school together. She's Betty Scooper and he's Archibald Andrews. Does she know that going into it? Um, she doesn't know it until she gets there. She says, I recognize you. You're Archibald Andrews. He and says, like, and you're yeah, Betty that's Scooper. You've been sent to interview. Did you not know my name? The person you were interviewing? I mean, they just now? said A. Andrews, so it could be Arthur Sorry, Andrews, that would be like if you were like, Adam hey, Andrews. you're going to go interview E. Musk. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Andrew. Uh, to be, I'll give Betty the bit of a doubt that Elon Musk is a bit more okay, unique fine. than A. Andrews. But fine. I think it's less Point about taken. the name and more about the fact that he's a millionaire that no, she that's went true. to high school with. Well, no, that's the thing. Next panel, you should have let me get oh, there. Because she says you've become a self-made multimillionaire. Because growing up poor determined oh, made him determined to make something of himself. And you know that's all that you can be to make something of yourself is a millionaire. Well, that's true. That's yeah. the only way that's to go. It's the only thing worth being. Mm-hmm. And he says, I figured being rich was the only way to meet someone like Veronica Van Loot. And then they're on his dock and her family estate is across Which the bay. Which looks the same as Archie's. It's, yep. <laughs> yep. Literally the same house. It's like that scene in fucking Fateful Findings when the Capitol building's across the street <laughs> <Yeah>. from itself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Um, and yeah, so Archie, I'm sorry, Archibald, the great oh Andrews, Jesus. has invited her to a big bash he's throwing mm, tonight. Yes. And then he invites Betty to come too. But she doesn't have anything suitable. Oh, don't worry. He has a spare wardrobe for his guests. Um, that makes fucking sense. She says golly gumdrops, which is good. I like how it's a wardrobe of a bunch of different stuff and not the same outfit in every possible size. It is. That would make more sense. Honestly, yes. We cut to the party where everyone's dancing, doing the Charleston. She's dressed like a flapper. Mm-hmm. Looks pretty damn good, honestly. He's in a white suit, white tuxedo. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, he says she looks like the cat's pajamas, getting some good oh, 20s slang in there. He's doing the Charleston, I see. Exactly. He's confused as to why Veronica hasn't shown up, but they decide to dance in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And she calls him Old Sport, just oh, like yeah. Gatsby, announcing. And then Archie's butler, that is just uh, Smithers, comes down the <laughs> stairs and says, announcing Miss Veronica Van Loot and her escort, Reginald Le Snoot. Um, I like how they have different names, too. Archie's very excited. He runs up. Archie doesn't have a different name. No, I just Archibald, which is just what Archie's short for, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, he runs up, and he asks her for a dance, but she's like, oh, we just stopped by to satisfy curiosity. We have a previous engagement. We're and she looks a richer person's party. <laughs> presumably, I know. Like, because she looks like Cleopatra with this haircut and this outfit. She's got a nice 20s bob. She does. Very, very fancy, like, cloak. Our, Reggie's literally wearing, like, a top hat and tails with, like, a cape and a cane. 
he's like the snootiest possible drawing of him <laughs> ever. So yeah, he basically dunks on the great Andrews. He's like, imagine this upstart thinking he could move into our exclusive lofty circle, like the most uh, not subtext yeah. possible, but we forget Gatsby. <laughs> like he's just saying the thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that Tom Buchanan wanted to Archie. say. And so Betty uh, Scooper says, why don't you two have some soda water? And she's like, or Reggie's like, oh, didn't you hear? We haven't the time. And then she's like, I insist. Pulls gold pocket watch out of his <laughs> breast pocket. <laughs> exactly. Like, Can't you see? Through all the diamonds and rubies on this watch? It, it speaks the time. That's how rich I am, I and guess. And presses a button and that, like, a girl just comes out of the floor. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> and then just retracts back in. It's really weird. Uh, but she insists and then has a clown seltzer bottle that she <laughs> squirts him in the face with. <laughs> no, no. That's the only way you can control and dispense seltzer, Megan, is a clown seltzer bottle. And so she squirts uh, Reggie Snoot in the face. They're furious in the background, and she's just like, I couldn't let them get away with such rudeness. <laughs> Jesus. He says, Archibald says, I admire your spunk, Poor old sport. I know. Poor him. little rich boy, All right? Money that he has. Archibald kisses Betty Scooper, and she says, do that again, and then wakes up to her cat licking her lips oh. and saying again and again and again. And then she's like, all bummed. Her mom's like, hey, you look sad. And she's like, I am. And then she goes, I just realized Archie and I were born 90 years too late. Hashtag live wrong generation. Oh and that's the end. I also like that um, she thinks that's how that would work if they were both born in the, what, 10s or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Early, yeah, so like 1908 or whatever. You know how literally everyone who was alive in the 20s was either a millionaire or a, a ace reporter mm -hmm. getting the scoop on millionaires. Yes. Yeah. Or just invited to lavish millionaire parties. Yeah. Like how everyone's great-grandma has that picture in the album where she's like, and here I was at the Gatsby party. Right, exactly. I was a flapper and I sprayed seltzer in the face of that mean old snootapoot. <laughs> Oh, me and that Tom Buchanan had a whirlwind romance. <laughs> and poor Katrina Von Tassel, she didn't get any romance. Mm, that was when I was dating the Hollywood producer, Hopty Foppentop. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like everyone's grandma or great-grandma has at least one story where they're like, oh yes, I dated a producer for a while, and you're like, mm -hmm. what? Yeah. Yes, he made the producers that classic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The producer of the producer. <laughs> I just, it is so fucking wild that they chose Gatsby. Like, when did they write that? That they were, was it when they made that new version with Leonardo, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Probably, honestly. Like, I just, because that is not like. First of all, I think. Great Gatsby shouldn't be relevant anymore as a classic book. I think it's a book worth reading, but I don't think it should be like the end-all be-all for school curriculum. Yeah. Because uh, it's just about rich white people and how sad they are for being oh, rich and white. it's really hard for them, I, There is other subtext, Have obviously. Have you ever been but... a rich white person? I know. So it's just like, I, I don't think... <laughs> yeah, right. But it's like very hard to sympathize with a lot of these characters. And then for them to take that which is also an adult book. Like, there's, like, yeah, murder, betrayal, sex, racism, like, a lot of shit in there. Yeah. And then to take that and port it into an Archie comic, but they just, like, totally leave behind even some of the subtext where it's just, yeah. like, at the end. It's like, it's like if the, what's it, oh god, the narrator, Nick Carraway of the book, fell in love with Jay Gatsby and squirted Tom Buchanan <laughs> with seltzer, and then that's the end, and they yeah. fall in love and so that's their lives together, which is a way better book, to be fair. I do love Betty's fantasies, where they reduce Reggie and Veronica to these insane the yeah. of rich people, they're like, where they're literally, like, fanning themselves with their, like, I don't know... 
I don't know, it's been that peacock feather fan yeah. or something. Wrapped like, in their 18 furs and covered in diamonds. Ermine and mink coats. Like, like they're Veronica just so arch. Like, every panel is just like, ooh. And there is a part. She doesn't have any lines. She says, like, one thing, doesn't she? I think she says, like, one thing. And oh, then Reggie. Say. And then Reggie's like, damn rich Archie doesn't know he's not old what? money. The way they draw Reggie's face in that one, he's just like, you can tell that he's, like, speaking only out of his nose, and every panel is like, oh, oh, don't you hear, child? It's like, oh my god. Yeah. But yeah. So bad. So fucking weird. Also, I'd like to add. Please. As a cat owner, Mm. whose cat has licked my lips before, doesn't feel like kissing. That is one, yeah. Like is not a thing that I enjoy. Film, media, everything, like myth that we just need to dispel and debunk as a yes. culture is that animals licking your face does not feel like someone kissing you. No. I think what is it's it? It's like we say they're kissing you because it's a cute way to like talk about that. But that's not what that is. Cat if your lover's tongue <laughs> was like a cat's tongue. They believe probably I don't know, yeah. Dentist? Yeah, tongue doctors? Ear, nose, and throat, maybe? I don't know who tongue doctors are. Uh, Google, maybe don't Google tongue no, doctor. That sounds maybe like just a... don't, don't kiss people whose mouths feel like animal mouths. I think it's a good rule of thumb. On that note, <laughs> yeah. we're, uh, we can start wrapping up and leaving you guys to ponder animal mouth lovers. That's what I'll be doing after this. Um, so as always, you can find us at various places around the internet, but the best place to find everything that we do is going to be our website. That is RiverdaleHighAV.club That's got our social media, our pod chaser, our Patreon, all our episodes, everything you need that is to do with us. Yeah. Um, if you could leave us a review on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, or um, and, you know, your favorite your podcatcher favorite of choice, podcatcher. then we would super appreciate that. Please tell a friend, let them know. Yeah. Something like that. Spread the word. Shit, tell someone about it. Because we don't do marketing, and the only way this show will get any more viewers is from you guys. But you can't viewers, really view listeners. it because yeah. it's a podcast. Yeah, listeners, uh, it's from As long your as you look at our little picture, it won't move. I'm sorry. Yes. Maybe someday we'll do, like, a video thing, but that's, uh, not yet. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. Once we're Gatsby level rich. Well, of course, yeah. We'll we'll only do it in our palatial estates. Tough, tough. Tiffy too. <laughs> yes. Um, the final thing, uh, so that we can reach those Gatsby levels of extraordinary wealth, is please uh, th- consider joining our Patreon as a patron. Uh, we've got three levels, and you get access to some great bonus content as well as some additional little rewards at every level. But the bonus content is every level and that's the really good stuff yeah so go ahead and check that out like we said you can find that via our website or just head to patreon.com slash riverdale high av and i think that'll do it for me do you have anything else megan i don't all right well without further ado this has been riverdale high av club i have been ezra and i've been megan and we will see you at the chocolate shop bye goodbye Going up. We're we're sunk. (laughs)